This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Good morning. At Charlotte. Now, we don't have a Sarah yet. She was at our house cleaning late last night, so I told her we only had four mics. She could have the day off if she wanted it. Yeah. Apparently, she opted out, but I'm excited. We're going to learn about the Where space. Dwayne in, in, in person. He's in person. He's mm-hmm. in, in the house. And we're going to go to the second chapter or the second version. What is it? Episode? Episode. Of the zombie apocalypse now? Well, no. It's not the zombie apocalypse. That's coming soon. Uh, <laughs> and we're not talking about San Francisco. So we're talking about Graham this is an ancient apocalypse. Was it called ancient apocalypse? Ancient apocalypse. Yes. An ancient apocalypse. Wow! Wow! You know, it looks like winter outside. By the way, just had to say that. So, I California dreaming is in my head. So, just have to say that. I wanted to play it, but Glenn didn't bring his machine. That's that's about uh, our forty minutes of setup. And then everybody's like, uh, what is this headphone thing? Why are these mics so weird? And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, <laughs> Charlotte, are you ready to talk about the zombie pocket? Oh, I am. I'm ready to hear all about this. This is fine. This is fine. This is what I live for. I live for Fridays. Well, listen, we, we do need to do a uh, renew the billing a real quick summary of what we talked about last time before we start today what can you do that it would be better if um we would test you on what you remember well i remember all my life it raining down as cold as ice no not (laughs) very mental no bare metal up. So, no, so what no, we talked no. about was <laughs> the not straight line of human civilization. Right. That it we the theory on this is that there was actually a lot of technology, not just a little bit, not just a few little spurts scattered around, but throughout the whole globe, there was a lot of technology. A lot older than tri- than the uh, mainstream archaeologists want to admit right now. They don't want to upend their timeline that shows how hunter gatherers gradually came to civilization. Right. And, uh, and I remember there was a, a, a reversing of the a warm, warming out of the ice age. Yeah. So we've had all kinds of apocalyptic events in the planet history, but this specific um, climate change event was the last major ice age. As we were coming out of it, something catastrophic happened. And it happened over a short period of time. Some people try to say it happened over a thousand years or a hundred years. But this particular theory here is saying something happened, happened over two months. So shorter than the Biden administration. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Mm. And it was a major rise in sea level over that two months. Mm-hmm. 
I so, mean, a major one. So that would make sense if there was, say, a catastrophic melting of that ice sheet over North America. But what doesn't comport with that is the drop the radical drop in temperatures around the globe. So they gave a, for instance, if you were in Miami and over the course of two months, it started to feel like you were in Anchorage, Alaska. Wow. Oh my. At the same time, the ice sheet is melting and this water is coming in and the sea levels are rising 400 feet. Cats and dogs living together. Yeah. Mm. And then the, the other evidence is these black mats of material showing um, large-scale fires across the planet. So there's some weird event took place. And you have a theory on that? Is that where we're going? That's where this theory is going. So if there were these civilizations that had all this crazy technology... What's the evidence for that technology? Well, we have these places that archaeologists are having a hard time explaining. So we've got places in Indonesia that are fairly ancient that have these hexagonal stones. And we know what they're from. They're from ancient volcanoes. They normally come upright. And it's a, a mass of uh, molten lava that solidifies in the core of a volcano. They so look up, like like very long bricks, by the way. And they're logs. Logs, yeah. They're okay. made naturally, but they have square edges a lot of times. Like hex, hexagonal yeah. on the sides, like they're perfectly shaped. And what happens is as that magma solidifies and cools and shrinks, it breaks and it cracks in these perfectly flat planes six-sided logs but they're close together and you can see them in what ireland scotland yeah they're you know all over the place all over the planet very weird um indonesia has these in just in big piles it looks like Mm -hmm. so at the ones in indonesia they're not up and down they're not in what looks like the core of an ancient volcano they have been moved they have been moved and stacked. In some places, they're forming the basis of what looks like a mountain or kind of like a an oblong mountain of these things. And when you start unearthing them, you can see, wait a minute, these things have been stacked. Somebody with intelligence has intentionally stacked these things to make uh, step sides or walls or walkways or bases of foundations of buildings. So this isn't a natural placement for these stones. And uh, there's even one island that it looks like they built up the island and created it that looks like an ancient fort, like we have down in South Louisiana and South Mississippi. They look remarkably like that, by the way, except stone. And they're stacked like logs, where they're horizontal one way and then perpendicular to it, Uh, horizontal the other way, just like you were making a log cap. Like Lincoln logs. Yeah, Lincoln logs Mm -hmm. in her stack. And these things weigh, what, 600 pounds and up. And some of these things have come from miles away. Mm. And when they find human civilization that they can date, these things date over 11,000 years old, organic material. 
So this this doesn't comport with the natural timeline of hunter gatherers. This is an outlier. Okay, so more evidence that yeah. it's not a straight line. So we agree. Again, with it, that. What, what makes this funny to me is because I basically learned my philosophy, the history of philosophy, and and history from Will Durant. He he was under the assumption that it was not a straight line, and so none of this is a surprise. I'm not trying to be to, to pop a bubble or anything, but it's just not a surprise to me. Mm -hmm. He's going like, Earth's too old for you to be able to put that in line. So let's take another thing that's probably not a surprise. Um, how many uh, pyramids do you think are around the planet that we've discovered thus far? 4.5. 4.5. No, I have no idea. <laughs> Zero. That sounds like weeks in a month. <laughs> On average, 4.3. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. I know they got... They got some in Mexico, and they got some in Egypt. Egypt. They have the biggest one in Mexico. It's bigger than the Egyptians? Not taller, but mass and size, yes. Yeah, but didn't, didn't Dwayne send us something that it was actually just giants lived here, and that that's like kids, kids making castles? <laughs> well, that is one theory. <laughs> okay. In Egypt... You haven't been taught this, but so far there's over a hundred pyramids wow. in Egypt. So oh, far. Wow. In Sudan, I would have guessed, I would have guessed 10, 15. I didn't know in I Sudan, did. 200 to 255. There still, still are Those little over. ones, though. Um, some of them, but they're pretty tall. Awesome. Some of them have crumbled and covered to the point where they're really big. But yeah, and there's been a lot of arguing over a lot of vandalism over. Well, pictures I've seen, those were little. I like them. Don't get me wrong, I like them, but I I, I don't don't remember them being big. Mesoamerica, hundreds, really. Mm. China, hundreds, maybe more, because we're not allowed to do a lot of digging around over there. Indonesia. There's massive structures over there that have been thought to be mountains, and that's what we're talking about with real. They look like mountains, but they're not. When you start uncovering it, it's not mountains. It's a man-made structure. Greece, Italy, Peru, South America, Cambodia. Greek has, Greece has pyramids? Oh, yes. Where? Which part um, of Greece? Let's see. Lesser-known pyramid structures such as the Helenicon, Helen Icon, Helenicon, Helenicon. Halcyon <laughs> Pyramid. Um, in Italy, there's the Where? Mont. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Where's the one in Greece? Well, we have yeah, to look it up. Have, you shouldn't have said Greece. You shouldn't have said Greece. Yeah, you should have left that part out because uh -oh. now we got to look it all up. That's okay. Here's the well, I mean, that's spelling that. of it. H-E-L-L-E-N-I-K-O-N. Helicon. Hmm. Don't know that. All right. I just never knew. I just, I've, 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 I, in fact, I'm going through. Um, today, I was even reading about ancient Greece and the structures that are found there. And, I, and no, no mention yet of a pyramid. Okay, Greek pyramids. Um, it is. There's some in the Canary Islands. Wow. Really? In India, there's many, So, uh, along with Cambodia. Now, Cambodia, some will say, well, they're not technically pyramids, but Angkor Wat is a pyramid-like design. I had no idea there were that many. You've made your point. It's thousands the, of them. Yes. It's in the city of Argos. So the question is, really? the pyramid is, yeah. You got a picture of it? Yeah, yeah, I do. 
Why, why are there so many pyramids? If you start studying all of these structures, you find something that becomes common to them. Two things for sure that's common to most of these pyramids. Um, I had no idea. And I know where Argos is. Wow. Most of the time, these pyramids are built over or on ground that has some unique feature and some special meaning long before the pyramid was created. So it's not like they just go out and find some pasture and say, hey, let's build a pyramid here. It's something was going on there first, and then a pyramid was erected afterwards. They're considered sacred. Sacred place. Okay, over and over again, it's not just one group of people. This is different cultures call this a sacred place, and that's why we built this thing over it. A lot of times it may be a well or a spring, a cenote. Yeah, um, it's, they, they, there's some ancient legend that predates the structure. The structure saying this is why we built this here. Because okay. it's so How do we know that? Spiritual. Just studying the... Um, the oral legends and the pictographs, the hieroglyphs, the, um, the whatever writings and designs that they have, just studying the cultures and then trying to compare the commonality between them. So the second thing that seems to be common amongst these pyramid-like structures is they seem to have astronomical alignments, whether it's something to do with the stars, constellations, the sun, the moon, the seasons, predicting, you know, different astrological events that happen. So these people were looking up, not down, you know, at just the spring or whatever that they built the pyramid over, but they were focused on the up. And we can see that, especially when there's multiple pyramid structures, like the famous ones in the Giza Plateau. When you look at the size and the orientation of the three biggest ones right there, it's, it can't be a coincidence that they perfectly match the belt in Orion constellation, both in size and the offset of the three, not in a perfect straight line. So, so those two commonalities, there's something sacred about that site where the structure was built, and there's something to do with the astronomical observation that's taking place at that site. And so this journalist, um, Hancock, um, is starting to put these pieces together and understand what's going on around the world that's linking all of these people together. And why do we have this obscure evidence that there may have been very advanced civilizations, very advanced technologies, that it almost seems like the evidence of that was wiped out for the most part. But it's really hard to pick up these clues and put this together. So that's where he come up with the term ancient apocalypse, ancient civilization apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And making our, what we call ancient, seem new. Yes. Yeah, like 12,000 years ago. Yeah, because right, so, so Troy was 1,200 approximately, and, and approximately the same for Moses. 
All right. So we're talking about 10 times older than that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of pyramids, a third thing he finds common is they're normally nested like Russian dolls. It's not oh, just I know ones. exactly what that means. Oh, those not, things are inside the, yes. Okay. So they're not just one structure built, you know, and with an intentional, hey, I'm going to build this pyramid this size. It's something was there King that, that made it a sacred site. Then they built something. Then they built something over that later, maybe many generations later, and they just nested one pyramid structure over another over time. It's like maintenance. You know, was, a building project. Were these connected to religion at all? Sacred. Sacred. Yes. Yeah, they're sacred. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're, they have religious... If you look Overtones. At, overtones. Well, Govateki was a worship site, and it's in Turkey. And it's, you know, we're supposed to have started civilization. Hunter-gatherers are supposed to, about 5,000 years ago, were supposed to have started, you know, planting things, and that's why they had time to think of all this stuff. Well, Govateki kind of throws that out of the water because it's 12,000 years old. And it is not, I mean, if you look at it, go look it up. There's, you know, all these iconetry on it. There's, you know, all, they show different types of animals. It's, it just doesn't make sense to the current narrative of archaeology. So if science is, is through observation, then religion would be trying to fill the gaps of explaining why when you don't have the science to back up why. So in that respect, I would say every one of these sites are definitely religious, trying to fill that gap between observation and understanding why things happen. What is the definition of a pyramid for you to include all of these objects? Large at the base, tapers small at the top, man-made structure, often with stones. All right, rocks. so, so on the, is it the dollar bill has the pyramid with the eyeball? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The all -seeing Illuminati. Eye. I can't tell you about that. I've been sworn to see. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know then. <laughs> <laughs> I just say stupid. Okay. All right. So so we'll go back to Gobekli Gobekli. I think is how it's pronounced. Gobekli. There's an L after the K. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. it, it's spelled, here it's spelled, but I've already heard it pronounced Gobekli. Okay. Oh, okay. So GT. Yeah, we'll call it GT. Go tech. GT is Go often tech, yeah. um, described as being on a pregnant hill. So there's this nice kind of an oblong hill, but not at the top crest of it, but slightly off to one of the oblong sides, there's another bump. And that's where it was uncovered. And we talked about last episode that what was strange about GT was that it was covered up quickly with a lot of various sized stones intentionally not to destroy it but to hide it or time capsule it for a future people to discover to preserve it it was intentionally buried okay. well i mean that's what that guy from facebook's doing in hawaii yes he's building an underground bunker in hawaii with an escape door. Where does the, where does the escape door go to? They believe in it. They believe in Atlantis. 
I mean, even though they, does that make sense? I had that same question, Sarah. I don't know, but he has an escape door. He has a submarine. Yeah, that'd be cool if it just like popped up into somebody's house. Anyway, that's not that. You don't think it's just an underground bunker? Well, the, the most obvious structure there when you uncover it is these giant T-shaped stones. T-shaped. Yeah, I saw. I remember seeing Huge them. Huge stones. Yeah, I'm seeing them in the um, picture. What, what were they? Something like six tons? Yeah, they were Some so impressive. And, and it's not just like they pushed them up. They put a two-ton block to make the T oh, on top of them and fitted it. And this was 12,000 years ago. Tech fans. They are. They're tech fans. You betcha. Okay. And in these stones is hieroglyphs. Oh, really? Yes. There's pictures. And one of the interpretations of a couple of the stones is talking about a fire god from the sky. And some of the images look like they're referring to specific constellations. So we generally have a, a constellation about for every month. I think, what is there, like 13 well, major constellations? Yeah, yeah on, on the planetary belt. Yeah, so as, as we wrote, as we do the block around the sun every year, we, the Earth is at nighttime is facing out towards one of the 13 major constellations. Right, and, and that's const- pretty constant. As the constellation hits the horizon at sunrise, that sets your star sign. That's your... I was about to ask, that's literally what I was about to ask. How do they feel about zodiac signs? It seems like every ancient civilization was looking up and was looking at these same constellations, but of course they all interpret them. They connect the dots differently and make up different pictures out of those I never have been able to get the goat. The goat? Yeah, when I see that. Somebody got your goat. Well, Well, you you have to have mushrooms involved if you're going to do the goat. it? (laughs) It looks like a hockey stick to me. Could you see the man in the moon, though? You know, when I was a kid, I swore I did. All right, so I'm with you now. I'm, I'm following you. I guess. I guess going back to the to why is it not a bunker? Why is it not a bunker? And why are you assuming that they were making a time capsule out of it? Sounds like to me it was a bunker. Well, they covered it up, but not in a way that you can be. You could live underneath it. Okay. It wasn't they filled it in. It's they, basically you had a house and you filled the inside with dirt, debris, and rock, and then you covered that. Oh. That's I what see. it is. Yeah. It, it wasn't a tunneling. Okay. It wasn't supportive structurally. So they covered it up on purpose as a time capsule okay. for somebody down the road. And here we are looking at it and trying to interpret these glyphs on these rocks, the most prominent feature in there. And what it looks like is that they're describing fire coming from the sky over a two-month period based upon the two constellations that they seem to be describing in the sky. Okay. So that's where Hancock gets starts hanging his hat on the theory of the ancient apocalypse coming from this direction over this time because he uses um, star programs that can go back and look at those constellations in that time period to understand what was going on. And it, that's where we describe the, um, the Taurus constellation appears to be where that comet trail that we come through every year, every winter solstice, we just mm-hmm. had it in November. Um, 
what it was it about November 12th or something like that. Something like that. I'm, I'm not sure that day. One of the most <clears throat> profound uh, meteor shower events that we undergo every year. But they're describing through these hieroglyphs a two-month period of back at 12,800 years ago over a hundred year window when we go through this thickest part of this comet tail shrapnel. And so he's wondering if what happened is the comet trail that we earth plows through was giving us a whole bunch of small and medium meteor shower, so to speak, but not just meteors. Remember a comet is a dirty snowball. So you have rock, rubble, and lots of water ice. And they could have been at least a kilometer or two kilometers. Okay. Which is a... That is the Earth's atmosphere. That's not good. And you would be seeing that every night. Wow. The dark side of the Earth. Every night for about 60 days. Okay. So what's your point? The point is there's flooding. There's fire. Things are catching on fire. Things are melting. And big pieces of that that may land on the ice are going to be wiped away. You're not going to see evidence of big old meteor craters gotcha. in the land. So that could account for the disruption in the climate, making warm places cold. It could account for a rapid melting of the snow and the ice from the end of the ice age. And it could account for additional water coming from astronomical. So basically, you're presenting all this to say two things, I think. One is that there was some type of civilization that was building tons of pyramids in a, in a at least... Um, um, Egyptian-like technology. Well, superstitious way, at least, at a minimum, that there were evidences that they were looking up by the way they put them out there. What Noah do? And that, I'm not through to summarizing here yet. And then there was this civilization that somebody was smart enough to go, uh, I don't think we're surviving this. And I want somebody to ask this question in 2023 as to what this is. And McDonald, not McDonald, Hancock is figuring this out. Yep. Is that a, sum a good summary? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we so what is a biblical story that we always are taught and read in the Bible about Noah and the great flood story? What happened after the flood besides yeah. the 40 days and 40 nights? Well, it killed all those uh, demons that were having sex with women. That yeah, was a, that was a big part of it, I think. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> or giants. Well, there were, they didn't get all the giants, apparently, because they had some more later. But what, what, what's your point? What did he do after he reached land? Whenever the ship finally struck ground and he they got He built an out, altar and thanked God. Built an altar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't try to connect those two with this, though. Like that, I, I would say... Well, that's just what humans do. Yeah, that is true. That is well, what humans why, do. Why, why are these pyramids being built? To worship demons. Worship demons? Yeah. Well, wait. We're talking about... Have we ever decided what this civilization kind of looked like? What did they, did they look like humanoids? I think they're just people like us. I don't think in the anthropology department we transformed too much during that time. Do you? No. 12,000 years? Mm -hmm. There's no way we'd be recognizable. That's a long time, buddy. That's a long time. Probably had better teeth. Probably not. 
Ask Isaac Point Kayaki. No, we did have better teeth. We did have better teeth. That was the life before Isaac Point Kayaki. <laughs> you know who Isaac Point Kayaki is? Uh-uh. Isaac Point Kayaki was Charlotte and I when we were re- reincarnated. She was she used to be an Eskimo and she used to change chew seal pelts and it ruined her teeth. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is James's brain, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It goes on. Right. It just happened one day. Right. I, I've not been under the assumption that they're going to look like we did, but you are. Well, the archaeological evidence shows that. Well, there's no bones. You told me that last time. No, there is some bones. But there's there's bones that goes back hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah. Just talking about in general, like we can find old bones and they're okay. similar enough. I got you. Just not in that. We way. just don't find cars and subway rail stations <laughs> and stuff like that. Well, just that's why I, temples. That's why I don't believe the global warming thing because there were no SUVs. <laughs> <laughs> well, just remember this, James. As far as I'm a short thing about global warming, uh, we've never been able to predict the future, but the models for global warming, thank God, are perfect, and if absolutely predicted every time uh, what would happen to the climate, right? I mean, it's just like the weather, the weatherman. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Literally the same thing. Long-term they're so good. Man. They're so good at predicting yeah. exactly what's going to happen. They've never been right, week. but that's okay. I've looked, at the, I've looked at the weather every day for two weeks just because of what I know what Christmas is going to look like. And it changed six, seven times in that two-week period. They can't predict the weather. All right, so so what I guess so here's what I'm getting at. Um, the, the motif of a foreigner or an outsider bringing knowledge, lost knowledge, back to help restart civilizations after this catastrophic ancient apocalypse is a reoccurring theme and mythology and legends in just about every civilization around the globe. We already talked about how many of them had the great flood story. And I, and I guess if you were back then and you lived through this two-month cataclysmic event, you would probably think you and your family were the only ones that survived and the whole planet got wiped out too. Mm-hmm. So Are that, you discounting the Bible story of, of, of Moses? I mean, Noah? No, it's just kind of like, um, what is the, the cosmo theory about not just one universe, but a multiverse? Yeah, multiverse. Maybe on a planet-wide scale, you can say, as far as Noah was concerned, they were the only ones left in their world. But there was other civilizations scattered about the planet that had a few people left. Okay. Spread far apart. Not able to communicate, don't know about each other. That yeah, yeah. Work. Just look at Democrats. Anyway, <laughs> and that's modern. <laughs> and they think, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, these lies are true. Yeah. All right. So keep going. So in Mesopotamia mythology, you've got the Epic of Gigamesh. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. What about what about Zul? Are you talking about Zul? Zul. No. No, we're not talking about. We're not talking about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. What about in Greek mythology? Zeus sent Dukalon. Dusalon. How do you pronounce? That's as good as it gets right there. I don't know. Dukalon. Dukalon. Pyra. Pyra was another one. 
surviving the great flood sent them. Zeus sent them to help restart civilization. Um, Hindu mythology has one. Norse mythology has one. Native Americans have several. Mayan mythology has one. Um, Chinese mythology has several. So around the globe, there's these keepers of knowledge that help to restart civilization. It's just adding to more of the circumstantial evidence that there was a lot of technology in civilizations prior to when mainstream archaeologists want to admit. Mm -hmm. So part of the purpose of these pyramids and these structures that left behind could be warning us that this isn't a one-off event. Maybe this is going to reoccur in a pattern, just like solar eclipses do. So in other words, this comet's coming back, and it's a very long elliptical orbit. Uh, there's actually some, there's actually an organization that's tracking comets and, you know, saying, hey, this might kill us or this might not. And they have identified a comet's debris field that comes around and it might be here in about another 60 years. Probably 60 years. Well, the debris field is there. We go through it every year already. It's just there's thicker parts of it. We're going to go through the thickest part. When this same thing could happen again. So the ancient apocalypse may not be so ancient. It may be a reoccurring theme that happens every 12,800 years. And right now we're within the 100-year window when it could happen again. Gotcha. There you go, James. Come on. There's the theory that these temples I and ancient structures I would, this is, are this is not where I was. warning signs. Where did you want it to go? I wanted you to talk about them having, what's his name, Gluck? What's that thing? The, 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 the new, the, the, the new uh, AI? Oh, Gork. Grok. Grok. I wanted to hear about Grok. I wanted to hear about supersonic planes. I wanted to hear about this advanced society. I didn't want to hear about going through a comet tail. Well, that's what that's what we have to prepare for. That's that's like okay. Well, is it Jeff Bezos that's making that weird clock underground that every yes. you know so often it it bongs or whatever. Um, well, that's kind of like what this is. Only in the twelve thousandth year is coming up and it's about to bong. With the comet. Was there no advanced society we were going to talk about? They're not going to talk about superhighways. We don't have the helicopters to throw communists They were wiped out. We don't have their evidence. We have a few things. Yeah, well, just these few things. Like, how do they cut these stones? Okay, was it it not going through a comet? How did... I I wanted to hear about that. Some of the stone cutting happened before that comet. And we don't have... You see, here's the problem. We have the stones but we don't have the tools they use to make them. We have the the evidence of what happened. We don't know how they did it. Uh, if you look at Gobiteki by itself, and the reason I go back to that is it is confirmed. It is a man-made structure. It was put up. It had extreme, and I mean, the glyphs are not just kind of scratched. These are actually 3D reliefs of animals in the stone. So it's not like it had to have some type of tooling. Why has it been ignored? Well, it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the 5,000-year hunter-gatherers decided to plant stuff and domesticate animals. So, so, 
And you also miss the, um, there's a 2001 documentary called Atlantis, the Lost Empire, and it shows all of the insane technology that they had back then. Uh, it follows some um, mischievous characters that run around and they find the, the lost city of Atlantis and there's a lot of blue light. And if you look at Plato's uh, reference to it, it's, I think, his dad that went and found out about Atlantis. And if you... Who, Plato's? That was fiction. Uh, oh, uh, come on. That was fiction. With the nod in front. He was trying to... Which one's Troy? He was right? trying... Yes. No. He was trying to self-communism. Well, wait a minute. Plato was. Troy was thought to be fiction for a very long time, James. He doesn't even say that it's real. He talks about a fiction so he can talk about his utopia. What day is it? Friday. <laughs> you debunker, you. <laughs> so, so, what about Zelandia? The new lost continent that sank. Is that that homosexual sell shoes? I thought that that was that movie about the the animals that speak. Oh, Zoolander. Z- Zootopia. Oh, Zootopia. Zootopia. That was awesome. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so we know Sarah is related to James. Yay! Uh, all right. No. All right. So so this is all about us going through every twelve thousand years, going through the tail of a comet and wiping it out, starting over. Yeah. Maybe. If you were wanting to be, if you were a nefarious person, wouldn't you want to destroy the history of a people and distort it to where we believe some contained slave-minded narrative? And I I don't know what they expect to get from this. Well, they're building underground those domes uh what is it deep underground he probably just wants he probably just wants a clock from jeff bezos <laughs> probably so yeah, and then they're gonna destroy they're the gonna civilization take and it. the clock anyway so what about the movie groundhog day you like that yes yes so every time he repeated the day he tried different techniques mm. and he was perfecting it each time getting better and better what if during this iteration right now we've gotten so good in the past 12,000 years that now if that event happens again there's going to be a lot of evidence next go around alright first That's of all I'm going to say that it, I don't think you read that movie right but because <laughs> if you'll remember the more he planned the worse it got the only thing that gave him happiness was to serve others that's what that movie but made. he got better at predicting the future well no, no, you remember he, it would it reversed because at first he was getting close to get in and getting um get that girl to go to bed with him, uh-huh. the main character, yeah, female character, and and he started slipping. He could he get slapped earlier and earlier in the in the uh, procedure, so he could not perfect it. But I get what you're saying. If if it, we may be getting good enough now that that's why Jeff Bezos is building that underground bunker in Hawaii, but is that going to go underwater? He's going to eventually it will. Those Hawaiian island chains eventually sink in a road. You can see them all the way up to um, what Japan. They're all across the whole, whole Pacific Ocean. Why are we saying that it happens every twelve thousand years? Like, where do we get that date? From? Because they found a civilization that they that they created a time capsule. Yeah, but like that doesn't mean that there's like a repeated. Well, we know this debris field that we go through often has different parts 
and this debris field has bigger parts and not so big parts. Some people who map this because they're worried about a comet maybe coming, and then we could do something about a comet or a debris, uh, are saying that it's another 30 to 50 years before we go through the big stuff. Oh, wait, 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 now it's 30. You were saying 60 before. I'm going, I'm safe, good. I'll be dead, I'll be 120. I will still be alive for that. But how do, okay, so I get that we go through the bigger part of the field during those times, but, and that's supposed to happen every 12,000 years? Isn't there a, um, some some cycles in our solar system that's based upon about double that, 26,000 years, so the bounce up and down? The yeah. reason I ask that, though, is because, like, I, I'm, I, I get that we go through certain um, things in the, like, it's, we go through things in space that we Recession. have no control over, it happens. But do we have any evidence on Earth other than that great flood, which that would be a one-time event? So how do we know that there's a pattern? Oh, we've had several ice ages and whatnot, right? Yeah, but I mean, have they taken out people in the same way that the flood took out people? That's a good question. We can't get mainstream archaeology to really open up to this conspiracy theory. Um, they're, they're you know, I, I just have to say this. It's not, it, it's not conspiracy theory to say that if this world is millions and billions of years old, it's ridiculous to think that we haven't gone through cycles where things have gone extinct here and that it's not linear. I, I mean, that's, I have never, I guess again, it's because who I studied under. I have never thought it was linear. Well, here, here's I what- can't even, I can't even, in fact, in fact, let me tell you, it's so foreign, Dwayne, I can't, I can't see how they come up with that. Well, here, here's the current mainstream timeline. Let me just give you the first points on it. Paleolithic area, mm -hmm. 2.6 million years until 10,000 years ago. That's a wide gap. Mm -hmm. So that's just caveman. And then early human ancestors start using stone tools about 10,000 years ago, they say, and developed basic hunting and gathering societies. Then the Mesolithic era starts 10,000 years ago to 7,000 years ago. Transition period with improved stone tools, beginnings of sedentary oh, life. And I'm like, that's garbage. We've already debunked that. But that's what they're sticking to. That's their story. Well, and they're sticking I mean, let's to suppose it. that it was wiped out and they started over. That could be that linear. There could be some linear progression then. Mm -hmm. But you're assuming that that's the only starting point. Right. And I, I've just never assumed that. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's just... There, there's a Star Trek, the next episode, uh, the Star Trek Next Generation episode, where they have to go back in time and they stumbled on these ancient people at some other planet and these people want to be left alone and didn't want folks to know about them. They stumbled on it. They were going to wipe out everybody on the ship, but they convinced them that Data, the android, was could be told, you will not reveal this information, and they would put everybody else to sleep and erase their short-term memory and erase all the evidence. That what they did and they sent them back in time and they had to repeat this like three times before they got it perfected and so maybe the reverse of that could be true maybe each time our civilizations are developed and create technologies to do these amazing things but they don't have the technology we have today they get wiped out there's not any evidence of it and then they start over maybe they get a little better maybe a little bit of technology and knowledge bled through 
and then it get wiped out again, but there's some evidence. And then now we have what we have. So it could be just a couple of cycles and we keep getting better each time in between. All right. But on the other hand, we have become a society of throwaway. Yep. Everything we do, including buildings, are throwaway. Don't expect Walmart to last. You you go in there and use it for a few years and you tear it down. This society would disappear fast. Yes. It would be gone in no time. You would never know we lived here. Nothing would be left. Almost nothing. Almost. Exactly. Exactly like this ancient apocalypse. Exactly the pyramids. Oh, no, I'm agreeing with you. The Mount Trashmores. I'm agreeing with you on that. That's my point. The what? The Mount Trashmores. <laughs> the, 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 the dump. The piles of trash that we create. Have but they all, go, they all sink into the world. That's so cool how they do that. Have, has Elon Musk and Graham Hancock sat down and talked? I have no that idea. That would be kind of cool. That He's would been be. spending his time with Georgiana. Well, I'm, what I'm hearing with all of this is that every 12,000 years, aliens come in and they do some kind of crazy thing to the earth to make civilization disappear. <laughs> and I'm assuming that it, they just, it's its out of competition. They don't want us to advance too much because um, Glenn's favorite movie, uh, what is it? Hitchhiker's, the, the Hitchhiker's Guide. Guide where Where humans are very destructive to ourselves and um, we must be destroyed. Hmm. Do, do you remember those... The ant colony in the plastic little oh, mechanism yeah. where you can bring ants yeah. in the house and watch how they build their little. Maybe that's what we are. Yeah, we're just we're the ants mm -hmm. and the ancient aliens. But watch us build for a while and then they turn it upside down, shake it, and start us over. Yeah. Or we're just like, computer simulation. Well, you know, Horton here's a who. You know, that's that's us. We're Horton, on that here's little a who. dust ball. <laughs> yeah, but but again, it's aliens who I think that I, I think that it would make more sense it would be aliens that are destroying us consistently. Boil that suspect. They see us as our... Boil that suspect. But yeah, they, they, they get concerned about our advancement. They're like, oh, they got all of the... Like this time they got the, uh, the nukes a little bit earlier than we expected. So they're on their way right now to stop it. All right. So, so Glenn, your theory of this is that we're getting ready to go through another comet tale. That, that's Graham Hancock's theory, not my theory. Okay. And do you agree with it? No. I think, I think it's a possibility. I think it's possible. I think we're... I think humans are really good at slow-moving disasters. In other words, we tend to solve the slow-moving disaster. This could be that slow-moving disaster. We'll probably have quite a bit of... You know, there's a couple of one-kilometer asteroids that have come very close to the planet close in astrological thoughts but it's 500 miles away but that's close so if if you look at that that's why musk is wanting to get out who brought up musk that's why musk wants out of here yeah he thinks yeah. we're getting ready to blow up that's Ex what Saul is talking exactly. about well, he that's said that. it together sweet person but he he said that he said in order to survive some worldwide catastrophic event, we need to be planet-faring species. Mm -hmm. We need to have some of us survive somewhere else. See, religion just kind of takes the fun out of things, because I hear all of this, and I'm just like, 
yeah, if, if God decides to destroy the earth, that's what's going to happen. And if he decides to keep people alive, that's what's going to happen. And if I'm one of those people to go, well, I guess that's what happens. But God didn't figure on Elon Musk. Huh? God didn't figure on Elon uh, Musk. So he was like, crap. I, I thought <laughs> Satan was my biggest enemy, but I've got this guy building rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, Elon Musk might be part alien. Uh, you know, even though it's not, I want to take a little bit of interval real quick. Explain what happened to his 43 satellites. Oh, there was a yeah. coronal injection from the sun basically shot these particles at the earth. It doesn't. Like a, like a, I'm sorry, you mean the sun god? Sunspot or something? No, it's the sun god. It's a sun. It's a solar wind. I, I don't know exactly how to put it. I just know it's a coronal injection. And it was enough from the sun. A solar storm. And it knocked out 43 of his satellites. Yeah, it heated up our Earth's atmosphere, made it protrude up a little higher, and it swiped. Okay, so what area satellites. of the world lost their internet temporarily? That's it's a question. gap in the parade. All of us at some point probably have an extra two or three minute gap during the day. I haven't lost it at all. Not that you notice. You're not home right now. That's yeah, true. you'd have to be monitoring it the entire time. Gotcha. That thing's been amazing. It hasn't dropped off hard at all, ever. Well, he's constantly putting more up. Yeah, he had to launch another 46 to replace what he had. All right, so so if I get the conspiracy now, then I got it. I, I was I thought you were headed in another direction. Maybe I should read on these things. All right, so so it has nothing to do with trying to figure out what sort of civilizations we've had, but you're going to say that the assumption that it just began with with that with the, with the, the arrows that you showed. Just, uh, that you just read, that that's incorrect. Mm -hmm. That there's probably been advanced societies at different levels of societies, of, of advanced civilization, but they've been here. But that that Hancock, he thinks that it's periodical and predictable. And they've left us warning signs of so. And that if you're going to... Turkey is thought to be a warning sign. Okay. And so people like Elon Musk have gotten the memo and that's why they're you know like you know because i thought it was funny that twitter guy he's gone off and created an empire in in africa and and also all these rich people are, are disappearing sort of like for different reasons but like atlas shrugged all of a sudden the very smart people are disappearing what I'm sorry. I just have this is this is part that I don't get. Um, why don't we have pyramids in North America, and why don't we have pyramids in Europe? I'm gonna correct you on that. We do have in North America. Mexico has a bunch. Okay, wait, wait. Not counting Mexico. Okay. Where are the pyramids in Canada? Well, they melted. They're not looking for them. There's so much that's unexplored and might be underwater. What about what about in the U.S.? I mean, you think about well, you how got, much you got um, you have Poverty Point. Point. Was that a pyramid? Mm -hmm. And well, Alabama okay, made out of mud. We're close enough to. I think that it has to do with we're close enough to the equator where most of these are existing. Or like, I guess for some reason they go south. It's so weird. I do have a question. Yes. The Mayan calendar. Where does that fit in? Because that was was a, kind of a doomsday calendar, was it not? Yeah, they're they're showing cycles within cycles within cycles, and that I think that last cycle started over 2012 mm -hmm. December. Well, yeah, we're supposed to be something of 2012. There's a uh, maybe we are monk's uh, mound okay. in uh, Illinois. 
that's considered a pyramid. Let's see. Wait, what's it called? Called Monk's Mound, located in Chattacoa, near a site in Crow, Collinsville, Illinois. Collinsville. Why do pyramids by latitude? What's going on here, listeners, is that four of the five people here are accessing their computers, so I'm going to fill the air. I was looking at notes. You have a beautiful voice, though, so it's kind of helpful. Yeah, you know what? I'll say that's a pyramid. So there's a pyramid in Illinois. That's hilarious. Yeah, why don't you do it by latitude? But, you know, people have always populated the warmer areas more than the north. Yeah. So, and the Ice Age kind of scrapes things off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. But, you know, but they mound builders have been in this North America quite a bit. So, is it 60 years or 30 years? Because Glenn said 60. Now you're saying 30. So, 30 I years. May have, I may have not been correct, James. I, I'm doing things from memory. Hancock says that uh, the glyphs are showing a 100-year window when this could happen. They're in it down to 100 years. Some people are saying that we've got 60 years left in that window that this may happen. 50 years, give or take yeah. 50 years. So that would yeah. make the Mayan calendar relevant if it's yes. within, if that's within the era. Right. Yes. Here's my problem with the Mayan calendar. I'm going to go, if you're making calendars that go into the future, right? At some point, you're going to get tired. You're going to stop. You're not, you can't keep going forever. You're going to die. You're going to do something. Just because this is when he stopped doesn't mean that time stops. Just means I get no, a it's calendar. a circle. It's a circle. So it just starts over. A new era starts over. Okay. So 2012, December 2012, we started a new era. Y2K, we're all going to die. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I'll give you non-astronomical examples of catastrophic events that happened more recent. So I was driving down, going to Galveston Island, and we decided to take the ferry crossing, you know, how to get there that mm-hmm. way. And Point Bolivar down there at the end of that little island strip is where you take the ferry crossing. There's a, a little monument there and you get out and you look and you read the stuff. One of the plaques was to the first lady of Texas talking about a lady down there and why she was special. Lady Bird Johnson. I don't think that was her name. You have to look it up. Anyhow, she her husband was off fighting um, in one of the battles and she was left with the plantation at the time and and she was pregnant and her maids were helping her and they had to go hunting on Galveston Bay that had completely frozen over and they were hunting for deer on the bay. Really? Wow. And when you start looking into the dates, times in the like 1819, 1820, 1821, what you find is that in Indonesia around Java, one of the biggest volcanic eruptions happened in recorded history. Wow. And it plunged our planet into a nuclear winter type situation and temperatures dropped dramatically around the globe and that they estimate anywhere from 300,000 to over a million people died from crop failures everywhere. And after that volcanic explosion, um, there was the next summer was called the year without a summer. And I bet you can find 
stuff about yes. that. And that's why the next winter after that, Galveston Bay completely froze over and they were hunting deer on the bay. Wow. Wow. I do remember that, the year without a summer. I remember. It's a worldwide phenomenon mm-hmm. with crop failures everywhere and mm-hmm. people dying from starvation. Yeah. Wow. So it doesn't so take I'll a comet build a tail. bunker under, in Hawaii underneath the ground with a lot of food. Anyway. Gotcha. All right, so there's a new New Madrid fault that's getting active. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh. Update me. Well, it's like if it supposedly, I have just read the, glanced at it, but apparently it's catastrophic. If that thing moves, it'd be worse than, the, than any other fault. Is if it if it does, it's millions of people are going to die. Well, the last really big one on the New Madrid caused the Mississippi River to flow backwards yep, for a time, and it caused all kinds of sand blows up and down the Delta Plains. That's where you can fly along a few thousand feet, and all of a sudden when that earthquake happens, you see sand just explode. Yeah, this gas coming through it up up hundreds of feet. Now all right, the so there's, all right, that's crazy. Thank you. I didn't mean to interrupt. Or you got more, because I want to hear more about this, because this, this, this new Madrid fault, apparently there's seismographic stuff this screaming and hollering at people like you, you're talking about Yellowstone. No, you'd be talking yeah, about we got all kinds of stuff going on. So the ancient apocalypse, the whole point of that is the not straight line develop a civilization that there's ancient, ancient technologies that we have to admit that we've lost. We don't know what those technologies are evidence in the way that they cut all these stones around the planet and that this may be a periodic thing that happens with a specific event with this comet tail but there it leads us into the discussion of other things that can happen that can cause apocalypse type situations okay so you ever see that movie what's that movie where there were two of them came out at the same time one of them's the guy from Die Hard there was going to be a comet hit and they went up and drilled on that, you remember that one? Yeah, I remember. And there was another one out at the same time. Um, Deep Impact. Just Deep Impact. Deep Impact. So in Deep Impact, they had been knowing for about it for several years, and the government kept it quiet because they wanted to be able to go sneak off into a bunker and hide, right? No. Remember that? Not the government. Right. Well, is that what's going on here? Is that that they realize that there's going to be all kind of panic when they find out that we got this apocalyptic event coming? Yes, yeah, it's, it's so not if talking. it's when, and we're trying to predict. Well, I mean, when. is it possible that people that are in the government and are billionaires know about this already? They're just preppers with a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> just they, to be honest, so they know this is possible. Yes, so, they're just hedging their bet. I just don't get like again um what it seemed like a lot of what was being talked about like the the year without a summer or whatever and then what's going on with these different fault lines and everything those just sound like natural disasters waiting to happen i mean like what what makes uh, like i just don't get um again i don't see the repeat that that makes it like that screams oh this is something that we're being warned about it just seems like oh they went through a really bad time they were like ah oh, didn't know that this was a possibility let's um well guess- that's the problem was that this person on this ancient apocalypse apparently did know that it was coming and that's oh, because why they I- mudded it up 
yeah, he wanted to make a time capsule so we'd know, say, this isn't something that we guessed about. We knew this was going to happen. That's either, either that or right after the event, they decided to create some monument. Well, then that would fit into her theory. Yeah, that would fit in my theory. Yeah, of maybe being a one-off. Because if everything was shut down, okay, let's say that they did know that it was going to happen. Um, why wouldn't they, like, okay, and they mudded it up to protect it. Why wouldn't they mud up other things? Why did it have to be that? And it seems like what happened to the people afterwards? Did they die? Well, maybe they did. And then this, I don't, this event that caused all the water and the sea level to rise 400 feet in a matter of a couple of months. Think about that. That'd suck. Yeah. And, and so basically it could have washed those away if they were in the wrong spot. Well, we, we have we one. have those those uh, stones structure off of Japan that's mm-hmm. quite deep in the water that they're arguing over whether it's natural. Talk about those, it like, doesn't weird, look natural. Yeah, they, it looks really weird. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I tried to push mom in the water whenever we were in Japan. Whenever we were going over that area, I tried to push her in the water so she could go down and explore, but she wouldn't jump off the boat. So no, no, she wanted to live. Yeah, which I was kind of upset about. I was like, no, this is in a, a why uh, do you think I brought you to Japan, mom? Exactly. <laughs> you should have taken to Bunny Island. What's that? I think the rich people know. The billionaires. Oh, yeah. They know I something's up. I and do. That's they're why acting I'm, like it. That's why they, what they're doing. They're acting like it. That's why they hate Elon, because he's really kind of putting it out there. He's the only one really got a way to figure it out. He's, the rest of them are stuck here on Earth. He's figured out a way to get away. Yes, and they hate him because he's really revealing it to everybody. And I think he wants to populate his place, not with the the sedentary rich but with the children of grimes yes yeah and then you know what happens then there will be somebody surviving that's going to be like idiocracy what's the name of the guy who, who gets prolific not sure no <laughs> oh who the one who has all the babies oh Cleavon. yeah Cleavon. johnny appleseed yeah. So to speak. So to speak. President Camacho. Not Appleseed. So. Uh, wow. That, I mean, I think they know. Or they think they know. I think they think well, they know. Well, here's another thing I'll they, say. Billionaires have not acted like this before. They're acting different. What about okay. Santa Claus? Okay. Here's what I'll say about if you have a ton of money like that. I mean, we're talking money you could never spend. Okay. Uh, no matter what you did, you could never spend it. So that puts you in a different place, I think, mentally. And then if you don't have Christ in your life, let's say, or you sort of know about him, you really haven't accepted him, then you start these people who come around who sound you know, this is going to happen. You could survive this if you do this, if you just buy my stuff. It's kind of like... Uh, and it's, you know, yeah. five million bucks. Yeah, I could do that. You know, because for them, that's nothing. So i got to come up with apocalyptic stuff to sell to Bezos. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's you know what Ocean's 13? Ocean's <laughs> 13, where Brad Pitt goes in and sells in that, that seismic thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Why, 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 do, why does Elon have the boring company? Boring. Yeah. He has a, he calls it the boring company. Like boring into the ground? Yes. That's well, a, well, because he's got to go to Mars. I understand. 
but it created know, an atmosphere. Also, he could you know be relieving the pressure off the faults. All sorts of things he could do with that. <laughs> and maybe that's why they don't like him too, is because he's trying to save the earth. Or they could run a con <laughs> in Vegas with it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that is, I think that's the more it, important it, thing. You could steal stuff from us if you had the right thing in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think? You're the one who presented this. Do you think? What do you? All right, all right. So first of all, you're not going. You're saying that there were some type of advanced civilizations. You just don't know how advanced, but they were able to cut stone like we can't cut it now. So, like laser light, right? To say that they were were primitive and and just using primitive tools, and then fasten the stone together in such a way that survives earthquakes for literally tens of thousands of years. Okay, so that's the case. But you're not going to try to figure out what those people were. That's not the. We need to. I know, but that's not the purpose of this one. The argument is we should be looking for that. We're not. We're trying, you know, they were trying to put our head in the sand and pretend that didn't happen. Well, that doesn't exist. People are trying to figure out how they did the technology stuff like that. There's yeah, a lot of people. Graham Hancock. Well, no, not just him. I mean, like, uh, I remember whenever I went to to Peru and we went through all of the, uh, like, they have several very, very old sites where they have insane stone cutting. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how they were cutting the stones, but they were figuring out how they cut the stones and they explained to us how they cut the stones. And, um, um, made them fit in like a puzzle teeth and i mean again it is impressive that they did it in a way that survives the earthquakes there so again like i'm not i'm not discounting right. your theory but i'm saying that we are actually looking into it i don't think that, that we're fully putting our heads in the sand all right but the purpose but of this just... podcast was none of this uh-huh. purpose of it was to say we're getting ready to go through the end of that tale again according to mcdonald and prepare yourself start making your time capsule so the next people can do better than we did so you got to start stashing goodies mm-hmm. prepping <laughs> all right so who survives these things people are not on the equator uh, what you know that's a good one is if there's a lot of stories or myths about giants coming and helping people rebuild Charlotte shaking her head yes mm-hmm. they are. there's some civilizations that have tunneled down to survive well we, there we go yeah we already did that podcast yeah we have the, the yeah. deep un, deep underground Shem, Shambhala mm-hmm. yeah Shambhala and that's in this series if you watch the Netflix series on ancient apocalypse so maybe they haven't actually built those underground bunkers Maybe they're just refurbishing the ones that were already down there. Exactly. Yeah. That's what he talks about. Okay. Well, in all of this archaeological stuff, trying to find 15,000 years ago, was there anything, any evidence of PJ's coffee or purple or anything like that? Well, that probably got washed away. Thankfully, it's been rediscovered <laughs> by very fine people of New Orleans. And where's the epicenter of it now? Well, right now, in this area, the epicenter would be in Houghton, Louisiana, <laughs> at the PJs there, because, the you, you know, it's a freestanding unit, very few of those in the area. And it is a wonderful atmosphere where you can have delicious coffee, wonderful Red Bull, all natural, by the way, and uh, boosted teas, breakfast pastries, wonderful lunch and breakfast sandwiches, along with Zap chips in a wonderful environment with great Wi-Fi, by the way. And unlike the pyramid, they won't be cutting your stones? No, they will not. (laughs) Can, can, Can you squirrel away the beans? 
Well, we're, we're, we're going to try. We're going to try. I'm telling you. My house may be that episode. I'm just saying. That was fun, Dwayne. That was. That was. Uh, you know, there is somebody out there legitimately predicting end times with a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, in other words, he's not. it's not like, well, I added up 23 letters from my name and subtracted the yeah. square root of 17. The and got, you know what I'm saying? It's, they have a reason for saying it. And But the real big thing is, is I think it comes from, from Hancock, is that we need to be more open-minded as to how civilizations took place. I, I really have a hard time believing that people think it's totally linear, but that's what it is. Thank you guys for listening. Thank so, you. so what is it, Beware, beware the what of November? Remember, remember the 5th of November, okay. the gunpowder treason plot. I see no reason the gunpowder treason will ever be forgotten. So what Hancock is saying is it's not that early in November. It's about a week later every year. That's gotcha. when you need to beware. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So we got through this year. Thank All you, right. guys. Um, <laughs> we, You know what? We will, um, I guess... We may or may not do something for Christmas. We talked about doing something fun this afternoon or something, but we will decide that. If not, we'll see you Tuesday. But anyway, have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Remember the reason for the season. Yes. Whose birthday is it anyway? We celebrate (laughs) a birthday of Jesus. Thank you guys. Seriously, I enjoyed this. It was very, very fun and informative. Thank you, Sarah, for showing up. Sorry about that. I got a little bit late. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.